Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Omen the Town. I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. The season is well and truly underway and what a start it was as Luton put three past Peterborough and it was a pretty controlled performance. Fans were back, 10,000 in Kenilworth Road. We've been waiting for that for over 18 months. What a day it was. We'll be discussing everything about that game today. And I've had my practice and I think I've absolutely nailed it, lads. Fred Onya Dinma. Hey, hallelujah. Thank he's you. had a brilliant debut. You. Two assists, one goal. I feel like he's only put in that performance because of how, how much I struggled to pronounce his name last week. But what a game he had. Is it the best debut in recent years for the football club? We'll be discussing that today as well. Answering your Instagram questions, plenty more. And guys, it's uh, great to be back underway, isn't it? Championship mm-hmm. is underway. Second in the league, but... Saturday was incredible, right? What a day. What an absolute day. From start to finish, I had a fantastic time. I'd say more than incredible, though. I couldn't believe how emotional I was when I went back (laughs) in. I know know there have been some fans that have been in there for those those couple of games last season. But to to go back in, I was really quite emotional about it. And uh, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And the alcohol intake was about the same. That's it. it. Fantastic day. Fantastic. But like... um like you said, the other week, Dave. Well, more than a few weeks back now, I suppose. But um, yeah, I'm speaking to the microphone before you start making comments. Uh, but no, basically, I wait. I uh, like you, like yourself. I waited to get back in the ground, so it meant something. I'm glad I waited. Now, not that I had the choice, obviously, the Portsmouth game, but no, it was fantastic. The crowd was rocking. All right, it took me a fair, a fair while to get in the ground. It took me about 15, 20 minutes. It must be about 200 people queuing up outside. But no, look, forget about that. Excellent all day. 100%, 100% fantastic day. I, I loved it. Well, mm. I worked, so I didn't, I didn't go, unfortunately. But uh, uh, some three-word reviews from Luton 3, Peter Brunil. Tim says, up and running. Justin says, very promising start. Jason, all about Fred. Dwayne says, finally back home. Paul says, what an atmosphere. Sarah says, missed you all. Uh, Kevin says, front three works. Um, Sarah's comment, missed you yeah, all. that's what I'm looking at, yeah. It, it's just like it does feel like we're all one big family oh, back mate, together again, doesn't it? You just you just get into the, onto the, into the stands and you sit there and you just want to wave at everyone. You don't know half these people. You know what I mean? You see them, you see them out of the bar. You just want to sit there and go, well, all right. But there's a few people we're back. That, there's a few people that we sit with because um, we're in different areas mm-hmm. of the ground. But there's a few people you sit with and you haven't seen them for eighteen months because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. It was great to see those guys again. And it was just great to be back. Yeah, well, you're right. right. And, you know, everybody was the same. Everybody felt the same. And, uh, Sarah, you're totally right. Mm-hmm. I've, miss, I've missed you all as well. It's been fantastic going back. And Jason says all about Fred. And obviously we're going to get into this today because we're, we're doing a bit of a player focus on Fred on your dinma. I feel so proud of myself. I can say his name <laughs> yeah. properly now. It won't last. Yeah, I feel quite proud as well, to be honest. Thank you. 
Are you proud um, of me as well? I'm talking into the microphone today as well. So proud. Thank yeah. you very much. So, so proud. Um, but are you proud about Dave? Sorry. Why are, you proud, why are you proud of Dave today as well? Well, I'm proud because I'm wearing the legend shirt. There we go. There you go. Hey. Fred was good though. <laughs> yeah, carry on. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, he just had to drop that one in there. But no, Fred, he was amazing, wasn't he? I mean, he was one of the players that obviously I looked at. Me, I didn't, well, no one really knew too much about him, I suppose. But he, um, I think he, if he could play like that all season, which obviously he's not going, going to, but look, if he puts in the same effort and work rate than he did on Saturday, he's going to have a very, very promising future. Because I'll tell you what, he didn't put a foot wrong, did he? Phenomenal. No, no it, was, it was all about him. He, he had a great he had a great start. It was fantastic. It was also about the other boys on the pitch as well. Was, I think that for me, there was four or five outstanding performances. But like I said, the stats don't lie. So there we well, go. Before all the, the madness kicked off, the starting 11 was released at 2 p.m. Um, and to many people's surprise, no like natural or first choice kind of like centre half. Obviously, Osho is a centre half, but it was like there was no Bradley, there was no Lockyer, there was no Burke. And it was like, well, here, here we go. What's going on here? Um, so we went with Salugabri, Osho, Naismith and Bell. Bell literally coming back from international duty. I think mm-hmm. Jones said he'd been back a week and he's in that starting 11. But it, it, it we did all right with, without the back four that we're, well, we're used to, really. Looks comfortable. All round comfortable. I mean, David, remember we <coughs> excuse me, I never forget saying to you at the bus stop the other day that we looked at that back four, right? And we said, uh, we're yeah. not too sure, you know. Not too sure, yeah. You know, you can trust, obviously, Naismith. But, you know, it's a bit makeshift. And you, start, you didn't know what quality that people were going, to, were going to bring, do you know what I mean? But look, we looked, I'd say, oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't look 100%. I'd say, I wouldn't say shaky, but I'd say there were moments. But the positioning, I know it sounds pretty sad, but I've watched the whole 90 minutes back again. It's not sad, I'm getting paid to go work and watch the football back, but never mind. <laughs> Shh, anyone. But no, I mean, I watched it back today and I'm looking back from a different angle. The back four's line, honestly, it was perfect. It was honestly, it was it was such a pleasure to watch and to know that they were so drilled. Obviously, they've they've done it. They must have done that for weeks. In case they must have known for a couple of weeks at least, that this could have been yeah, a I thing. Think, I think I so. think when you when you don't see the team sheet with what you would call your established defenders in, then you always have that. Oh, how how are these guys going to gel? But you got to remember they do train together. Of course, yeah. Um, and you know you also wonder. You know, were people going to come at you differently than they actually did? You know, just newly promoted want to be up there. They want to. You know, I remember when we got promoted, we wanted we wanted to go. You know, give everybody a good game, and and we were lucky that they didn't. But um, yeah, the the back four held up really well, and you know, I can't fault any of them. Well, we nearly went one 0 down when Sluger miscontrolled a back pass. It was like Derby County all over again. Um, do you reckon Sluger may be here? I don't know if it was just a moment of madness because it was the first one back with a full crowd, and I don't know nerves creeping in or something, but. It was unlike Sluger from... Uh, we, we've kind of felt like he grew out of mistakes like that and luckily enough, he got back in time to clear it. But Without it, it crowd, was nearly yeah. a disaster, wasn't it? Oh, mate. Obviously, I was right behind the goal. and Well, not right, but obviously, you know, I was thereabouts. But um, as soon as it went back, obviously, your first thought is... You know, obviously, when you pass it back on target, your first thought is, why you pass it back on target? But you don't think too much of it because you think your goalkeeper should be having that. As soon as he took his off the ball and it went under his foot... I think the whole crowd's just gone dead, hasn't it? It's silent. Yeah, and you've yeah. just gone, shit. I think, I, I never, I've just sat there going, fucking hell, this is typical, isn't it? Look at this. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's, he's come back, he's recovered. He recovered it. He yeah. recovered it well. Yeah, a lot of goalkeepers probably wouldn't recover that, but you know, he did. But look, he had a few dodgy moments on Saturday. You've got to admit, he, he didn't look 
up to what he did last season. But look, you know, like first game back with the crowds, full crowds, I'm sure he'll get used to it. I generally didn't think he had much to do, Batari, if I'm honest. No, we didn't I think, have much I mean, to do, no. I mean, Peterborough had two shots on target and one of us, one of them was from us. You know, one of us <laughs> yeah. at the back pass and that was about it. So, um, you know, he made the mistake, he lifted his foot up, he, he recovered from it. And then after that, I thought he was quite, personally, I thought it was quite solid. But there was one time in the match, I think it was, it was yeah, it was the first half, sorry. Um, was it the first half? Anyway, whatever. Um, basically, the ball came in, it got put across, I think it was a header, went up in the air, looped up. And he jumped with Naismith and he completely missed it. I'm sure it was Naismith he jumped with. And he com- I don't know if you boys remember it. We've seen it. No, I don't remember, I remember that. Yeah, and he completely missed it. But oh, look, but look, 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 the thing is, right, that's two mistakes. They didn't lead to anything, so it doesn't really matter. But he made his... And also, he, he played he, he played a part in the fact that when Johnson Clark Harris, the ball got whipped in from George Grant, whoever it was, and it looked like Clark Harris was about to tuck it home, a little flick. And he's, you know what I mean, he's uh, predicted it right and... He's palmed it away. That's that's good goalkeeping. That's the thing. Ups and downs. But I'm sure the balance will come. We know what he's about anyway. He's a good goalkeeper. He is a very good he's goalkeeper. Good We're not sitting here bashing him. I'm not anyway, so. But no. yeah. It would have been the most looting thing ever, though, if we would yeah. have conceded the first goal of the season after a few minutes like that, wouldn't it? It would have been yeah. and especially with all, Especially club, with how the, the stadium was feeling as well. You know, with you know with the tribute to Mick and everything else and mm. all that emotion that was going on. You know, yeah, um, good and then, and then you went 1-0 down to a stupid goal. It would have really... Mm-hmm. You know, kicked you in the balls, really, wouldn't it? Nice, yeah, like that. I said their balls, were <laughs> Yeah. Well, we took the lead after 30 minutes. Adebayo at the back post with a header from an Onya Dinma cross, which mm-hmm. beat the keeper. Um, questionable goalkeeping, I think, for this. I think that's been said by a few Peterborough fans, but mm. nice little short corner uh, routine as well, and a, a beautiful, beautiful dink up to the far post from Onya Dinma. A short corner routine as well. How many, how many times we sit there going, yeah, yeah. Well, I have, to, I, have, I have to say, I have to say, when, when they took the short corner, I said, I just turned to the guys next to me and went, why the bloody hell have we done mm-hmm. that? Why? And, and then obviously I've been proven That's wrong. Um, I thought um, Eddie Bear got up really well to, to head the ball in. I thought um, well, they, they zone marked, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a bit, a bit of a mishmash. I think that they obviously knew that that would draw them out. And then the ball goes back post. And, and what's, what's on the keeper? Was the keeper in the wrong position? I don't know. He, you know, it was a good head. See, honestly, I know what you're saying about obviously the goalkeeper, or the questionable goalkeeper, whatever. I thought I thought that at first until I watched, I watched the goal back about 30 times. So I'm, like, I'm sad. Fuck, I need to get a life. <laughs> but um, that's what happens first game of the season. But um, no, anyway, if you look at it, it's a really clever header. It, I'll, I'll be honest, I thought he meant it. I see, he probably didn't mean to head it like, you know, he probably wanted to get a bit more perched on it. But look, he's headed it down into the ground. It's bounced. It's literally clipped the inside of the post and took a nick off and gone over. Questionable goalkeeping or not. But at the same time, he's only, what, six yards out, if that. So where where, so where would you expect the goalkeeper to be in that position? You'd, be, you'd expect him for that cross to be in the middle of his goal, right? And it was to the far post. I just think the, the, ball, you? Well, yeah, but the, the header starter. wasn't the most powerful. It wasn't the quickest. And I feel maybe as a goalkeeper should be getting across quicker. To yeah, try and stop. It's a bit because no, of the yeah, height it, of it. Yeah. That the bounce and the height yes, of it. Yeah. This is it. He takes a nick. It's a very clear. He watches like the ball does take a little nick and it spins off the off the turf. For me, it's a it's a very clever header. You, you don't you don't always need to get a bullet on it and smash it in or whatever. But you know, they're always nice. But nah, I've I've watched it back. And I just really think it's a great header. And also, Whether the, meant it or not, the we'll never sound know. of the crowd mm. when that went in was just like, here we go. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I, I mean, I, I don't think you can blame the goalkeeper. You might as well want to. You can, if you're going to blame the goalkeeper for that, you might as well blame the defender for not blocking yeah, the cross. 
And what a way and to not, introduce yourself not, to the crowd yeah, as well. And not being, for, for, for Peterborough's sake there, they should have been on the ball a bit better. You know, they should have stopped the cross. They should have shut down the corner earlier. And they didn't. And the cross was superb. Mm-hmm. The oh, cross was, yeah. was superb. It was, yeah, and it was literally on his guy's head. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. And Elijah's up and running now for the season. And we look at what he did at the back end of last year when he signed in January. And everyone's quite excited about him this season. And if we're going to get more headed goals like that from Elijah, I think that's what we've, we missed in recent years, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is that just that big man up front who target, can yeah. go and win a header. And he, he seems to be that type of player that you think, do we score that goal last season if it's like Colo or... No, you know, no, we don't. I don't think don't. we do. Unless it's like, you know, a Sonny Bradley or a Matty Pearson at the back post or someone like that, you don't. Because, yeah. well, how many chances have we had in the recent years that we've headed chances or chances gone into an area and you've not quite got the play of the height or the ability to jump with defenders? And But look, Ali Bayer, not only is he good in the air, we know what he can do with his feet as well. It's, it's, he's a blessing, honestly. He's a real blessing to have at this club. And he's the, he's the type of striker as well, isn't he, that can, like you said, do a bit of both. Mm-hmm. But he's going to fight a defender to get in front of them and, and win that header and it's and I'm not saying like obviously him and Collins were two very different strikers but it's nice to have that that difference and you know that that option now that you could whip a low ball in and he could tap it in or you could chip one up and he's going to battle with that defender yeah, to win the header and score the goal yeah 100% and also he could probably run in behind as well so he's not going to yeah. sprint like 100 metres in sort of like nine and a half, ten seconds or whatever I mean no one is but he, you know what you're going to get from him, man. You've got the players around him as well. And like you say, like we all say, we all know it's a balance as well. You've got Fred one side and Cornick the other side. If he drops in, takes the ball and moves it about and whatever else. I mean, you see him the other day. He was running the channel. He's on the left one minute. Next minute, he's on the right. He's through the middle. I think they all yeah, know between them to rotate positions. And that's nice to see as well. He's very athletic. Yeah. And also, the first thing I thought, because I'd never seen him live before, and I just went, wow, you know, he's he was a right... Um, presence on the yeah. pitch he's quite a, a tall guy um yeah he'd frighten a, he'd yeah. frighten the hell out of you wouldn't he really yeah, totally. he would. he's right on it and he's really wanting it as well he mm-hmm. really wants to, to to perform well and he did he's brilliant isn't he? yeah and into the second half um questions over a red card for peterborough for this handball 100 percent adabone knocks it past him he looks like he's playing basketball with the lad at yeah. center half and put it this uh, way mate if sluger had done that i'd be cheering him and that's a great save he should have gone. It's disgraceful. It's a total yeah. red card, yeah. Total red card. Because he would have been through it. He would have scored. He yeah. would have scored. And if, if, if that was a pivotal moment in the game uh, where we didn't win because of that, uh, I'd be fuming. Mm-hmm. Makes you think, like, why, why, or what has the referee seen there that's made it not a red card? Is he clear goal scoring opportunity that he has to see, doesn't he? Do you, know what I was, do you know what I think he's seen? Absolutely fuck all. I think he's just gambled. No, seriously, I think he's gambled because at first he didn't blow the whistle for about five, ten seconds. Something between it anyway. Like I said, I watched it back today. And even the boys on um, Radio Cambridgeshire or whatever it is, the team, so I, I listened to their audio because it's quite interesting from another opposition point of view and whatever. And they went, as soon as it happened, live in game, they turned around and said, well, Mark Beavers has handballed it, he's got to be sent off and that's it for him. All of a sudden, they pulled out a yellow card. Even they were shocked. Yeah, yeah. it was a definite, was definite red um, for that. Well, you've seen reds given for less than that. Yeah. Um, it was 100% a red card. He's flicked it around him. He's, gonna, he's about to go around him. He's through on goal. There's no yeah, one else with him. He'll be one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Yeah, there's no one else he with him. He would have probably so, scored a second yeah. goal. Um, so, yeah, there is no debate. Uh, if, if it was VAR, it, mm-hmm. would, it would definitely have yeah. been a red. Disgraceful. And it was 2-0 after a beautiful run from Onyedinma on the left-hand side. Played it through to Cornick. Lovely ball across the goal. 
and he's like hooked it in with his left foot. And producer Ooh. Jake has put here, it's Harry Cornick's first goal at Kenilworth Road uh, since the 3-3 draw against Fulham on Boxing Day in 2019. Oh, really? Really, wow. Well, do you know what, though? Wow. That's what I thought, because I literally thought, that can't be true, but I kind of trust producer Jacob. If well, he's wrong, someone call him up. Yeah, please. please, someone call him out for this. Call him up. Jacob, we love you, mate. But, you but do you know what? <laughs> you know Boxing what? Day of 2019. Jeez. He did well to get to that ball. He did well to run into that position. Uh, the whole move great was finish. fluent. Yeah, it was such great a brilliant finish. cross. And, you know, what a, what a great the time. The thing is, score. it was behind him as well. Yeah. Honestly, I know we, we all like to, well, we all know what Harry Cornick's finishing is a bit like, but um, can I just say he, put, he didn't put a foot wrong on Saturday, Mr... Mr. Corny, nowhere near put a foot wrong. And just to get that goal as well. Well, just boost your confidence, great, Yeah, it? it's a great finish. I yeah. mean, the ball's behind him. He hooks it. I'm not going to do a full, you know, rendition of it, but look, mm. it's, it's class. How happy are you for him? Because like we said last week, we really want him to succeed this year. We want him to have a great year. And it's the perfect start for him. You, you saw the delight on his face mm-hmm. when, it, when it went in. You see him lying there and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, do you know what? The delight of the whole team was with him. For him, yeah. Yeah, for that goal was was amazing. And uh, I'm delighted because I think he deserves it. And and maybe that gives him the confidence to push on yeah. and, and get more. And you know, obviously you know my point of view about Cornick as well. I love the boy. And I think that, you know, he's a massive... I've always raved about him. And look, if he can do that week in, week out, or even just every couple of weeks, his value will go up. But look, we, we can't speak too soon And it came it it, at a good you know. time as well, though, didn't it? Because yeah. after that, that handball incident, it was literally not long after that, was it? About two minutes later. Yeah, that, and yeah. so it came at a really good time and it was like almost justice mm-hmm. done. And well done for him to get in that position. Yeah. Well and done. Fred on your, on your dinner. Hey, hey, yeah. It wouldn't last <laughs> the whole go. podcast, would it? Let's uh, Fred oh. makes it three uh, to make it all three of our front three scoring, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like Dave, you said there, it's like that fluency of... Of something we probably haven't had for a while, but all of our front three have scored in the same game. But um, what a cross from Bree and a move down the right-hand side and the movement from Onyedinma to, yeah. to, to, to shoot. To get the goal. I mean, the, sh- the, first, follow up. the first shot was, you know, well saved. Yeah, yeah. But the follow-up, he was straight back on it. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, again, as well, like you say, I know we're focusing on Fred a bit, but I like to say about... Mr. James Bree as well. I keep saying Mr. James Bree. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's not like a good, good day to say. You know what I mean, Mr. James? But, Mr. Uh, James, Mr. James Bree. But no, nah, mate, they're, they're all men. You know what I mean, they're all. They sure we serves after that performance. But no, I mean, Bree was. I thought he was fantastic the whole game. Like I said, I think the majority of the team were fantastic standout. You know, but for me, Bree's. I think quality of delivery, his pass. For me, his passing, his link up passing, especially with Cornick, was brilliant the whole game. And like you said, he's whipped it in. He's put it in a great area. He did it a few times, in all fairness to him, put it in a great area. Like you say, Fred's movement. Yeah. He pounced on it. Okay, he mishits it slightly at first, whatever. I said, you know, it's a tough chance. You've got to take it. But, you know, he gets he gets a good enough connection, keep, makes a good save, and he tucks it away, and he follows up the rebound as well. And that's what you want to see. I have to say that um, for opening games of the season, I've never been that confident of a win after mm-hmm. the first 15 minutes of the game. Um, yeah. and I think we, we dominated the whole match. I think... We look really strong going forward. We were, we were quicker than them. We wanted them. We wanted the ball quicker than them. We pressed quicker than them. Mm-hmm. You know, th- I don't think the result was ever in doubt. Is no, that showing our not. championship experience? Do you reckon? I think it also showed. Well, yeah, no, of course it does. But also, can I say what I'm thinking is the way that they set up right is. For, I'll, I'll be honest. There's nothing against. Well, don't take anything away from us. What, we, what Luton did, right? But I thought Peterborough were pretty poor. They were terrible. And I think that's sort of a testament to us because 
you look at them and they think, right, Luton have got pace. They can move the ball about. We've seen what they can do last season. They've got added quality. I think teams do look at that sometimes, especially your Peterboroughs. They haven't got a lot of pace, I would say, in their team. Would you, I don't know, well, I think I, don't know. I would. I would have thought that Peterborough and, and their fans especially would have looked at this fixture and gone, oh, we can beat them, we can beat Luton, it's only Luton. And, um, you know, the, the respect probably isn't there from the fans. Well, However, yeah, of course, but there was no, there, we, were, we were absolutely a cut above them. Mm. Now they've got, you know, that's where we were two seasons ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> So, you know, we've been there, we've done that. And we're better. We're better than that. And I think we've recruited well, and we've got young people. We've got we've got fit players. They they worked quick. They just Athletic they were just they well were just quicker that, yeah. all the time. Quicker all the time. <laughs> Mate, you're waiting to say something. Go on. <laughs> I've just read ahead, and producer Jake has written a note here. It's just made me laugh. I'll read it in a bit. Um, let's move on to um, no, 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 I can't, Mike. Can we hear it now? Or? No, it will. It will come very quickly. Trust me. Don't. Um, by the way, don't. Worry about me. I'm that just sounds really weird as well, by the way. Sorry. I'm going to get a beer just to let you, you know. do that, mate. We'll talk about Fred on your dinner whilst you go get a beer. Um, he matched his assist tally from the whole of last season with Wickham uh, in just one game for Luton. He got one goal, two assists. He had three shots, three on target. Has he had the best debut for Luton in recent years? Well, firstly, you've got to say that um, when he was at Wickham, he wasn't played in the right position. Mm. And he wasn't looked after in the way that he's been looked after here. Was it the best debut in, in a few years? It was a brilliant debut. He had a fantastic game. You can't fault him for that. And But the thing is, he's got to do that every week. We saw a few glimpses in pre-season. He gave it, put, uh, that lovely ball through to Adebayo against Portsmouth, yeah. didn't he? And, and again, he's just kind of like... It seems like he's just getting better and better again. And it's a beautiful cross for that first header, like we said earlier. And... Beautiful cross for the second one, and it's just nice to have a player that seems to get in that position. Yeah, relentless as well with that final ball, and he's aced it twice yeah. in one game. Like that's yeah. really nice. Oh, mate, the thing is though, I think he, the thing is with him, you can tell by his pace and power. He's a, he's a so the, I'm, I'm starting to do you now. Oh, yeah. Athleticism as well that he sort of makes that for himself. Whereas like he gives him, he gives himself an extra yard to get that ball whipped in. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like he's got, do you understand what I'm saying or not? He's got so much pace and power. He shrugs a player off, whereas some players can cross the ball as they're on a stretch. He doesn't need to stretch as he's crossing that ball because he's already a yard or two ahead of the people, uh, the defender, sorry. Mm-hmm. And that's nice to see also. And you know what? Someone that positive, brilliant. He did it all season, fantastic. Like you say, at Wickham, he wasn't played in that position, so... I think I think no. the fans at Wickham knew how good he was. It's just that the manager obviously didn't know where to play him. Um, or he's using him because he knew yeah. he, how good hard working he was as well. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, his work rate you can't you can't fault his work rate at all, can you? I mean, he he was you know on it all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, like I say, I can't think of a moment in the game where I thought, oh, he should have done better there. The whole match he was on it, yeah. and that's what you want to see, isn't it? Exactly yeah, what you want to see. He just scared everyone, didn't he? And you said earlier, like, can he keep, or he probably won't keep up that form every week. Obviously, he's not going to get two assists and a goal every week, but. How many can he get this season? Do you think we could be seeing a player here that could potentially get, I don't know, 10 plus assists and maybe ship in with five or six goals? Maybe it would be lovely. It'd be lovely to, why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I d- let's not go away from the fact that we were playing a team that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. However, you can't fault teams like Peterborough. No, no, no. They <laughs> weren't. Right. I mean, even by their own admission, they would say they didn't play well. They, did, they wasn't prepared for what, how we played. Um, and he was part of that, and he played superbly. Can he get more than that? Of course he can. Can he be a? Can he be one of those 
players that you rely on, absolutely. Yeah, and the system suits him as well, look. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he will profit more from having that more attack and advanced role. And so, look, if he gets the freedom like that every single week, well, obviously not every single week it's not going to happen. Obviously, you're going to come up against better teams and, you know, with all, oh, Jesus, but yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. But look, for me, it's not. it wasn't just all about his goals, his goal and his two assists. It wasn't all about that for me. For me, it was his work rate all around the pitch. Yeah, the whole time. And that's what I looked at. And that's what made me think, that's why he will be a success. If he picks up his, well... He picks up. He's picked up his game. He knows what he's doing. He's he works hard for the team, and he's already said that he will put in a hundred percent. And look, we've got a player on our hands there. Yeah, definitely. We've got some serious players on our hands here in this team as well. I just it's exciting about the squad, and he's a very important part of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, producer Jacob then putting his notes. Other impressive debuts. Mm. Uh, Collins hat trick against the Oval in an eight-two win. Because I did say to it, I was, we, we were chatting about this Fred on your Dinma chat and I said to him I was like do you reckon this is the best debut in recent years or he said that to me sorry and I kind of said look it up I was like I can't I remember <laughs> like top of my head the only one I could remember was like Collins scoring a hat trick yeah. but then I guess the only thing you could if you compare them to is that that's in league two against Yeovil that's uh, in the championship but I mean what do you, yeah, what, do you what do you base best um, debut on is it just because you score goals it's not is it you can you get a debut and be the you know um it could be defensive. It could be anything, couldn't it? Yeah. Well, he put in it, Kyoso v Man United. And this is what made me giggle. Um, it just says, held his own against a better team. <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. It just, it's like, yeah, Man did. United are a better team, Jacob. Well done, mate. It's not. But he, actually, Kyoso did have a strong game, though. We, we, we mentioned that the other week, didn't we? Yeah. He had, a right, strong, he had a strong game against but Man like, going back, Sorry, going back to the um, Collins versus Yeovil, the hat-trick, right? I know what you're saying against the League Two side, but for me that doesn't really matter. It's more like performance and how what you saw on the day of the quality around you also, you know what I'm saying? But for me, Onya Dimmers was more, I'd say his debut was more, you know, it was more up there because at the end of the day, apart from scoring that hat-trick, I don't remember Collins doing, I know this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> apart from scoring No, 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 for me, I, I, don't, I don't recall him running channels and, Smashing the crap out of like two or three defenders. Different at a time. style of player. But yeah, but for me, Fred, mate, he literally run that. Cha- he literally defended. He run. He worked every single area of that pitch. Whereas I haven't seen that from a player for a long, long time. Especially like that. It's frightening. It really is. And I just wonder why, why, what, what didn't Ainsworth see in it that Nathan has seen in it? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's more the fact that when they had Fred, in back in, in all fairness, back in League Two and League One, he did score goals for them. Yeah, it was just when they moved to the championship, he played more defensive role, like a left wing back, because like I say, his work rate yet again. But nah, oh god, I'm there. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, we so heard that. that there, Apologise yeah. to everyone listening and watching. I'm sorry for my throat making a bubbling sound. It's really strange. But I think it's so ex- isn't it? But you know, just to get back <laughs> on the subject, I think it's exciting to have have this sort of player at our club right now. It's really exciting, and it's it? exciting that. When he goes off because he's a bit tired, we can bring on Mendes Gomez. That's mm. it's crazy, isn't it? When you look at it's the bench, nice. you look at the bench, and think, oh, like none of those started. We had none of our. Oh, we had about seven players yeah, there. It's well, crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But he was fantastic. This is what you guys said about Fred Onyedinma and his debut for Luton. David says he was absolutely superb. He could be a huge player for us this year, but also don't want to put too much pressure on him this early. We've seen others crumble after a superb debut. Don't want that happening with Fred. Richard says, it's all you could ask for as a debut. Worth keeping expectations in check for now, though, as I think he, um, I think they met, 
<sighs> Should we just give up? No, 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 make no, shift. No, no, go on, on go for it. Go on. Just give up. We've all had our moments. No, go come on. on. You can do it. I think as they had a makeshift fullback up against him, might be wrong. Either way, definitely one to watch. Osho also looks good. Mm. Osho. Yeah. I Callum. Think, oh. oh, sorry. You go. No, you can talk. No, I was just going to say about that you bit. You know, uh, I, you know, makeshift fullback or not, you only you can only go up against what what's put in yeah, front exactly of you. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly. You work with the best of what you've got, or you work. We, with we what, had a makeshift back four, and they didn't pen, you know, they didn't get yeah, past us once. Exactly. You know, same thing. Callum says, I'd say 100% the best debut in recent years. I'd say he could easily get double digits in goals and assists as your worst nightmare for a defender when he's on form. It's like you said, Batari. I don't know you said that about Adebayo, but I guess the same with Onyedinma as well. You can that, that partnership could be something that frightens defenders going forward. Mate, I think, to be honest, I just look at, I think the whole team as well. I mean, obviously, I know we're obviously focusing on Fred here, but I think the whole team complements what he does as well. I think everyone compliments each other. Have you noticed on Saturday as well, right? Obviously, I don't know. Tell me if I'm going off topic a little bit here, but the movement, you notice Fred as well. At one minute, he was playing on the left-hand side. Then he was on the right-hand side. And he was covering centre, and then he was, he was covering, and then obviously caught it with change and vice versa and whatever else. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, where was he at now again? But yeah, um, obviously, when he's on form and whatever else, but look, it's you're not going to get that every single week because you're going to come up against different opposition. We know this. But we've got a big enough squad to cope with that. Yeah. We've got a big enough, at the moment, a big enough squad to That's cope with that. Enough. But the pace which he brought into the game as well mm. was fantastic. fantastic. Kieran says, fantastic debut and a true showcase of what he's capable of in a system that evidently caters to his strengths. Will be one of the MVPs yeah. come the end of the season. Double digits for assist, almost a certainty. In recent years, you could probably say when we've had certain players, we've kind of like played... Um, or haven't played to their strengths. Like a lot of times with Collins, you'd see him out on out on the wings and stuff under Graham Jones. We saw that quite a bit, and underneath them, we saw that a bit, and him coming like quite deep. But it's, it's almost as if now we've got a strong eleven, and everyone is the strength. Like mm-hmm. it's not like we're having to play to strength There's because no everyone carry, is. Yeah, you're not carrying like, either. You never, no. you're never ever. Well, in this squad, sorry, not at the moment. Obviously, one game, I know people go oh, calm down a little bit, but you you would not be carrying people in this team. This team will work hard. He's picked, a, he's chose, sorry, the players that he signed, they're all workers. Obviously, they will work for a living, but you know what I mean? They, they're workhorses. They will work. They will bust their bollocks, and we'll see it all season. I'm telling you now, it's the same as like we said about Campbell as well. So we didn't really see it as much Saturday. They didn't have the best of games, but he didn't have to do much. You know what I'm saying? Which is good. It's also a good thing. But look, every week you will notice players, and they will do a job. They will sit there. And they would give 100%. And I think we've got a squad now, whereas in recent years, we did have to carry some players about the pitch. You know what I'm saying? This year, I can't see it. It's exciting, isn't it? Mm. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, well, let's... now, boys. Promotions. Promotions. <laughs> on. I thought you said don't get too excited after one game, Vitara. Not too excited, but uh, no. promotion. Yeah. No, um, no look. Don't want to get too excited, but <laughs> FA Cup winners, champions and Champions League next year. Yeah, His first game of the season, you couldn't have asked for a better one. And you couldn't have asked for a better uh, debut. And you, it, it was just brilliant. And all that tension of 18 months and not watching it, all the beer is great. Mm. Well, we'll get into Instagram questions straight after this message from our sponsors. Oh, fucking hell. There we go, mate. Oh, hello. 
Oh, Tara, what are you doing? What do you think, son? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, mate? Oh, the light's brilliant on this. I'll tell you what, mate. Oh, it's great in the dark. Well, today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they've just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, you can join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code OWENTHETOWN at manscaped.com. Patara, I finally gave you a couple after after you were ill with COVID, and uh, it, it was pretty good, isn't it? It's brilliant, man. I'm just using it here, like casual on your floor, mate. Like. <laughs> He's actually not using it on my floor, just so you know. No, I'm joking, but honestly, no, it's brilliant, mate. In all fairness, it's... I was about to say something really ridiculous then, but I'm not going to say it. Let's yeah. say it. Um, no, look. How ridiculous? I haven't cut my ball bags. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I said, mate, it's a godsend in all fairness. Like, you can put it anywhere down there. You know, you're quite scared to put it. Yeah, yeah. And I do that. I get that a lot. And I said this last week, and it's like, every single time I use it, it's like, okay, my confidence is growing here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not I'm that like scared. I'm not that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, oh, oh, dear. Sorry, mate. That's terrible. You're going to cut that out. No, it's, it's, it'll oh, stay okay, in. Um, this upgraded <laughs> trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives the ability to turn on the LED spotlight uh, when needed for a more precise shave. It even allows you to customise your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 to 4. It wirelessly charges as well. It's waterproof. And basically... Uh, you can basically yeah, just trim yourself fairness, really well. Mate, that's another thing about being waterproof as well. It's golden for the shower. It's at... Well, no. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. It's not golden. It's, no, no. Whoa. It's golden for the shower, not golden shower. Well, you know that's what Batari's doing when he's using Manscaped? <laughs> with a golden shower. You can get 20% off and free shipping now oh, with mate. the code at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com using the code OWENTHETOWN. You can unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Bataro, what would your t-shirt say? Your balls will thank you. And thanks again to Manscaped for sponsoring our podcast for a month. We really appreciate it. Uh, let's get into some Instagram questions then. And let's start with this one from Cal. He says, thoughts on Morel leaving to either Ipswich or Portsmouth in case you've missed the news. It was highly speculative. Spe- oh, here speculated. Here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> go for it. You know when it's just been a long day and you just can't be bothered to speak properly? That's clearly what I'm going through. That's someone say every it? single time. Yeah. <laughs> every Come on, day. get your professional. There was rumours on Saturday that Morel was close to signing for Portsmouth. Speculation. Speculation. Well, you say that, yeah, it was speculative, but um, there's the word. Um, but, it, you know, Portsmouth are almost going to be gazumped by Ipswich because Ipswich can pay more. So Ipswich yeah. have signed a lot of players. Yeah. They've well, they made two today. They signed that Kyle Edwards that we were linked with. Mm. Um, which I said to Patara earlier, and you were like, oh, I'm fuming, I'm not happy about it. I want to say fuming. I'm, just... oh, I'm so angry. Oh, no, he, he go. didn't Jesus The thing is, though, they... No, I like him, he's a good player. I think he's, he's too good, good for that sort of division, but yeah, we'll... we'll but they've there. got some money behind them now, haven't they? Yeah. But, you know... Apparently they sold quite a few players. But they've got some money behind them. Yeah. Um, they need, they need, they so need if he goes to it. either of those, good luck to him. Um, obviously, there's something that Nathan doesn't see in Morel that we all saw in Morel. Um, it maybe doesn't fit in the puzzle so yeah good luck if he has to go go we get a fee for him he's under contract we'll get a fee won't we so I saw rumours that we were after three or there's one of three players that we could sign and Flynn Downs was one of them I don't know how true this was but I no, think no surely not it was saying like James Garner from Man United well he's a good player um, there was another one from City Man City I think was one of them that Benson as well from Burnley no he went to Barnsley 
What? Did yeah. he? He signed for Barnsley. Fucking hell. Were we in for Messi? And the other one's Flynn Downs. Flynn so Downs. What about Tyo Eden? Lincoln. Saw, saw a rumour. Left back slash holding midfielder. He's, he's quite a good player. So the question was, thoughts on their own leaving? Yeah. <sighs> I'm yeah. disappointed that he didn't get a, stro- a, a game out it's for It's just us. always going to go down as one of them odd transfers that seem to be exciting. And Jones seems to be excited about yeah. it. And I guess just us as fans will never know what, what went on behind the, the scenes. Absolutely. Sort of dodges going on it, eh? Something you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. That's the, that's the point. We don't know what's was going ma- on. Was it Nathan Jones got married? He was married for six months and, until Morel came in. You know what I mean? Then, <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, you never know. You literally can't back say that. Back in the valleys, Dave. Back in the valleys. You never know what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them things. I'd love to know what happens or what he just didn't have, but just not meant to be maybe if Morel at Luton and hopefully he can go on and get his career going at another mm. club and if it has to be Ipswich or Portsmouth and so be it. Uh, Jess says, thoughts on Luton being mentioned as dark horses for promotion this season? Don't mind that. I don't mind it. It's, it's quite a nice thing to hear something positive for once about us. That was it's said on the EFL Quest show the other day, wasn't it? About us being potentially dark horses. I, to be honest, I've seen it in a few places. I think it also was, yeah. But no, look. We don't mind being dark horses or Isn't whatever it, else. It'd be We're, nice to have a little bit more respect, yeah. wouldn't it? And so dark exactly, horses yeah. is a great thing. I think we've thing. got a bit more respect at the beginning of the yeah, season. I exactly think a lot that. on Twitter as well, like people predicting and whatever else. I think, um, obviously, yeah, whatever they do, you know what I mean? People on Twitter. Yeah. None of them, put, n- not, well, in fact, apart from the teams that have probably been promoted, none of them have actually put us as, as relegation for no. this year. So let's hope that that stays the same. And we do, dark horse would be nice to sneak into that area, wouldn't it? Mm. Why not? Barnsley did it. Brentford done it a few years ago. Yeah. So why not? We can also do it. And look where Brentford are now. Mm. It'll be just exciting to see if we can just build on last year's position and if we can get close to them playoffs. If we're going like into like the final five games of the season and we're still in touching distance of the playoffs, that would be brilliant. It what makes it more exciting, doesn't it, as well for us as fans as well. Yeah, gives a place safety, to look forward to safety as well. first, yeah. and then push on for that that play. I mean, the team must have a goal of playoffs. They must have that goal. I think it's all very steady. It's all going to be steady progress. We all know this anyway. I think I I, I recall hearing something. I don't know who said it now, but um, apparently we're into an eight-year plan, and we're four years into that to get to Premier League. Who was saying that the other week? Do you remember it? I'm not sure, but it sounds legit. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely legit. But yeah. I can't remember who said it. Look, just, like we've Brilliant. said it so many times in this podcast. <laughs> Give us two years till power court, and then, then you can just go for it. And then it, ca- and that's the thing. If we can just keep gradually improving, and that's the thing. Even if we like better last year's point tally by one point, it's improvement. And then you can just think if we can just get towards power court. Look, who even, knows? Even if we, c- we finish a couple of points short or whatever, obviously, you know, you want to obviously progress, but. Look at the goal difference as well and the goals we're scoring. If we can tighten up a little bit as well and the, the games have become a little bit tighter, do you know what I mean? You, you don't mind that because for me, it's all progress. You know you can do certain... You, you've got every aspect of the game that w- which you can perform. For example, I, like your attacking ability, your defensive, you know, vulnerabilities, shake them off a little bit and you could be... We could be a team to be... like Teams might look at and go, how are we going to break Luton down this week? That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think for me... Um, just the whole excitement of the first game going back and everything. I, I, I don't want to be too optimistic, but do you know what? We've got one hell of a squad. Why mm-hmm. can't we push on? Exactly Why can't that. we push on? And, you know, you finish top 
top 10, top 8. If you get in the playoffs, fantastic, brilliant job. Well done. And do you know what was nice the other day as well? I was seeing people comment about Luton and they were saying, wow, I've not seen a, an athletic Luton team like this for a long time. And that's, that also helps, especially in this division. You need athletic players and they will help you. And they obviously, obviously will help you. Do you know what I mean? It's a stupid comment, isn't it? But yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, we've got a tougher test next Saturday. We've got a tougher test next Saturday. Nah, we'll do them. We'll do them like well, three if, now. But hey, listen, <laughs> if we can beat oh, West yeah. Brom, that'd be fantastic. We have a tougher test. But that will show you where we are a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Alex says, how many beers did Pataro have on Saturday? Right, I'm going to guess because we were out together. Well, you can't know how many I had before. No, no, hang on a minute. You had what? I think I should be the one guessing because then it's the well, end like, of you guys. Oh, okay, but I, I, we yeah. were in the pub. We had about four. Oh, so, so much for me guessing. Well, no, 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 that's, that's no. pre-game. Pre-game. pre-game, come on. Yeah, yeah, go on. You can guess the rest of it, mate, go on. Go on, so go for it. On the whole of Saturday, know, 11. He says how many beers did you have on Saturday? He didn't say pre-match. Did <laughs> I'm saying. Did you, have yeah, any, yeah, did you no, get any in the ground? No, I didn't. I didn't get in there until like six minutes too or whatever it was. Lightweight. How could you say, well, I got off the bus same time as you. I was in the ground. I had a beer. Yeah, Dave, I had to well, he walked around. But Tyra was telling me earlier, he was struggling oh, to scan his, his new season oh, card on the, on the scanner machine. useless. Give me a bloody booklet back again. For <laughs> sake. <laughs> you were telling me you were putting it in the wrong way, trying to upside down, No, I was down, told to do that. It. The lady in the turnstile was like, no, just, just do this, like, put it in, like that. I was like, fuck's sake, all right then. I said, like, right, in all fairness, though, there was queues and the queues weren't going down. Do you work? a scanner. Just saying. Do you not work in technology? Well, it depends what you class technology, <laughs> Dave, but yeah. <laughs> but no, look, right, going back to the I beers. Actually, can I just say, can I just say, I thought the scan cards worked very well when I went in. Well, going back glad, to the beers, how yeah, many do you I'm have? I'm glad. How many did you say? I, said, I guessed 11. 11? Did you have 11? Nearly. Wow. Nearly. 10. Lightweight. I had nine. Not that I should oh, be counting, okay. really. Lightweights. No, you shouldn't. Lightweights. Lightweights. Right, Luke, on yeah. Saturday at West Brom. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. I'm telling you now. He has in fact, three no, beers and not, even on, <laughs> not even on Saturday, tomorrow. Do you know what? Yeah, do you know yeah. what? Oh, yeah, cool. Steven, yeah. Saturday, because <laughs> my girlfriend's a Brentford fan, forcing her to a Luton game on Saturday. Mm. I'm not impressed. That sounds very sort of like domestic. Yeah, nah, I mean. I'm not forcing it. I've literally <laughs> said, do you want to come West Brom? Didn't you not say, uh, see a fellow way end? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. true though. Isn't it? So actually, you know the it's beer the beer count. Ask let's ask on the podcast next week how many beers did Luke have combined at Stephen at Stevenage <laughs> and West Brom. We can even put we it. We can in. all guess. It'd yeah. be less than double figures, so we know that. Oh, I've had three beers. I'm fat. <laughs> it's all right, mate. Thanks, guys. Should we just should we Wait, just end it here? Can I just say what was it the other week? Was it? I don't think I'm uh, drinking at Stevenage because. I need to be good, mate. I need no, to be good. you will be drinking at Stevenage. You will be. Uh, you and me. I will pour. I will pour. It. Let's, Dave, you hold his mouth open and I just pour it, pour it down. Uh, but we know you're drinking how it's like, mate. Was it last Saturday or Saturday before? My last week of isolation. And I was talking to you like half one in the morning. I think you was in Brighton. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he I just yeah, he started talking absolute nonsense. About sixteen messages in a row. I had a lot like, of red Jesus. wine. Jesus. <laughs> And I missed you all. But, I wanted to say why I loved you. Oh, that's, that's really nice. That is really nice. <laughs> anyway, we're mas- massively off topic. Buy a lot in three quarters of a bottle, but yeah, that's a mice. <laughs> massively off topic. Um, we are going to Stevenage tomorrow and we're only sold out, which surprised me, although mm. quite expensive for a ticket. Well, it's, you know, it's a lot of money, yeah. but you know, sec- second game is in you go, don't you? Yeah, you have to. I mean, I have to, I have to go, so I'm not going to West Brom, unfortunately, on Saturday. It's our first away game together since we last shared a bed. Away to hey, Wigan. Hey, boys. Stop it. There you go. Last week on the podcast, everyone was saying how, how much they liked us talking about 
previous games and stuff. Thank God it was not previous beds in like travel lodges or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Wigan away, the last game before COVID was our last away yeah. game. And we only went because I was going to start my new job at Brentford and I was going to miss match days. And we were like, well, we're definitely going to go. And, and me being a good friend, obviously I'll do that. So, you know. Yeah, because you want to go anyway. Yeah, but I don't need much convincing. Yeah. I remember I was so, I probably had COVID that day because I coughed all through the game. Yeah, I didn't feel well after that either. So yeah, it probably did. We, we <laughs> then drove from Wigan to Manchester. It was like half an hour, 40 minutes. And then... Well, you drove. I was a bit... We went yeah. slug and lettuce. We had a couple of porn star martinis together. Had a couple of porn stars about 40 minutes later. I don't need to know this information. <laughs> and then uh, we went down to that nice little club. Can't remember what it was called, but it was rammed. And I probably gave yeah. everyone COVID that night. Yeah, in all fairness, there was a lot of people in that night. A lot of people. That definitely spread like coronavirus around the north. And then we walked back to the hotel and me and you got into bed together and we lay yes. there and we fell asleep. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Dad, if you're listening, please ignore everything he's just said. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> but that was... That, no, that was, was it was a good day, though. Was that was the last well. away game we, we did. And I'm, I'm sure it's not going to end like that tomorrow. But well, um, you never know. <laughs> no. It's not, not going to end like that tomorrow. It's good. It's good but, to be back, in it? Can I just say as well, before obviously we go off this... I also feel bad for that day when you said you were so ill. And I was sat there, Dave Ryan, and I said to him, and basically, and I just never forget, I started having a go. Remember that? I started having a pop at you. I go, fucking hell, you just loosen up. You're doing my head in. Yeah. I, I, mate, I don't feel, <laughs> feel for, <laughs> well. I, was like, I think uh, but I hindsight, up, hindsight's on. a wonderful thing. It is and then on thing. the way back to the hotel, I was trying, and I was talking like this. <laughs> and you were like, bloody hell, mate, you are ill. And I was like, I oh, know. <laughs> yeah. And then you slept together. <laughs> slept in the same bed. <laughs> Dave, the please back do to not, back. Please do well. Yeah, probably not. Apart so from when you cuddled me in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, we'll shall, we shall see you at yeah. Stevenage. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. It's good to be back in like proper league podcast fashion and no longer talking about friendlies or lockdowns and stuff. So exciting times ahead. Mm. Come on, you actors. Thank you so much for listening. Rate us five stars on iTunes if you get a minute. That'd be brilliant. And go watch us on YouTube. You can see me waving at you right now if you go watch us on YouTube and drop us a like on YouTube. That'd be brilliant. And Spotify. Uh, yeah, okay. Just name everything <laughs> we're out on. Why not? And the other ones. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching and we shall see you next week. Thank you.